Round one. Fight. <laughs> What's going on, BW Sports One World? It is your boy, The Lion. We are here with another awesome interview leading up to BKFC 16, March 19th. It is none other than Leonard Bad Boy Garcia. What is happening, sir? How we doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm happy to be on the show, man. I feel fantastic. Good, good. Well, thank you again for coming on, brother. We appreciate it. Um, you know, obviously your name's known. You should be known to the fight world for a long time now. But just in case these BW Sports 1 fans aren't too sure about Leonard Garcia, why don't you kind of fill us in just a little quick background of your career? Man, uh, crazy career. Great, great career. I uh, had uh, seven years in the UFC, um, you know, uh, uh, two years in Legacy. Um, man, pretty much every organization leading up to that on the way up, you know, I, I came up early before I got into the UFC. I was a ring of fire champion, USWF champion, ASWA champion. Um, every organization I fought for, I became the champion or, or, or challenged for the title, including the UFC. So, uh, had a heck of a career, man. And, uh, right now I'm in bare knuckle out the international title and, uh, I'm just fighting for the number one spot. Uh, March 19th, and uh, hopefully they throw the title out there. But even if they don't, man, number one's good enough for me. I like it. I like it. So I'm not going to lie. I had an interview with your opponent, Joe Elmore, a little bit ago, and he mentioned that the possibility of the diamond, uh, of the Hall of Fame diamond belt could potentially be out there. Absolutely. Obviously, neither one of you care about that. Well, you do care, but no. you got an opponent. Both yeah. of you guys got an opponent in front of you Fantastic. guys that are just ready to rumble. Yeah, man. You know, uh, uh, Joe Elmore. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's like one of those guys, man, where you're like, why the hell would you sign up to fight this dude? You know I mean? <laughs> uh, he's just a fantastic fighter, man. He's he's the uh, the the epitome of the word fighter. And uh, to test yourself against somebody like that and for him to want to fight me the way he wants to. And for me to want to fight him the way I want to, I, I mean, I, I, I've said this several times. I don't think they could have put two better guys together. And uh, the fact that I'm a title holder and he's ranked number one, why the belt's not on the line, I really don't understand it. But at the end of the day, we get to test ourselves against each other. And uh, that's that's a title within itself, man. And and uh, like, like I said, man, to, to, to have an opponent who gives you that, who brings that feeling out of you is, is, is great, man. So it, it takes one great line to know another. And, and uh, I'm excited, man. I, I, you know, and uh, you know, it, it doesn't, I, I don't care about anything. I just care about this fight, man. So if they put the belt out there, fantastic. If they don't, I don't care. I get to fight Joe Elmore and uh, I know how he feels about the fight. I know how I feel. So, 
you know, at the end of the day, it's our own title, man. They could give us a piece of cardboard and we wouldn't care. <laughs> there you go. I like hearing, uh, you know, stories like this from fighters, especially you two guys. I mean, like you said, that's two lions in the den and only one can walk away victorious. Yeah. So, and, and that's in every fight. Yeah. You know, when, when, when you get under the pyramid, you know, and, and you train and you do everything that you're doing, the sun keeps dropping behind me. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that's all right. Uh, uh, it clouds know, but, in the desert every once in a while. But uh, you, you, uh, when you have an opponent that 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 brings that, that's the two best things. That, I mean, it's the best thing that could happen in fight uh, in, in a fight in general. And then for us to have that mutual, you know, we know we're lines. We know what we are. We know what we're capable of. And uh, there's that saying, you know, that everybody wants to be a line until it's time to do what lines do. We always go out there and do it, man. So uh, to to be it, I mean, like like I said, the test of all tests, man. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm believe me, man. I'm in the gym because I'm I'm scared to death, man. So it's gonna be fantastic. That's good. I mean, if you're not scared of an opponent, obviously there's a problem with the matchmaking. And then right you, now, you, this is it. You've seen it in my last fight. I knew nothing about Jim Ellers. I, I, I looked right past him and uh, got my eye blown up. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, it, it was a it, man. It was the best thing that could happen to me. I know uh, a lot of people would be like, well, you know, it was pretty bad. It was bad. And uh, if, if that hadn't happened, the guy who's showing up March 19th wouldn't be there. So thank you, Jim Ellers, for that. And uh, thank you, BKFC, for putting this together. Um, it's, it's a big deal, man. It's a, it's a huge, huge fight. And it means the world to me. And I know it means the world to Joe. And we're fighting for the number one spot in the world. So, man, you guys couldn't ask for two better guys. And, and, and you're going to definitely see some action. Well, I know as a fan, I cannot wait to watch this fight next week. Now, kind of explain to me what made you decide to get away from the four-ounce gloves and go into the bare-knuckle realm? So um, every time we were in the back at the UFC, you know, the day before weigh-ins, they make you choose your gloves. And I was like, man, give me the extra small. Like, I don't even care. Like, I, why are we wearing gloves? And they would be like, Leonard, why you can't put on a small. We got to wrap your hands under. I was like, why? It, there's no point in these. Like, man, take them off. Let's just go no gloves. And they would look. Everybody would stare at me like I was nuts. And <laughs> I really felt like I really felt like it was a hindrance, man. I, I felt like, you know, we're protecting our hands a little bit. Um, yeah, granted, you don't want to hit anybody on the top of the head. But I mean, hell, if you do, you got to figure it out. And, uh, you know, I I, I, uh, uh, I had a broken hand once before with the glove with those gloves on. And, you know, I fought through it. I mean, you know, if you're a fighter, you figure it out. And um, I would always say in the back, if they made a sport where I didn't have to wear these stupid things, I would do it. And uh, lo and behold, man, three years after I retire, I get a call from Dave Feldman, who's, man, Dave, Dave, you are an innovator, man. I, I, I applaud you on, on what you've been able to do and what this sport's going to do. Um, it's definitely the future of, of fights, man. I mean, you can go to a football game. You can go to a hockey game. You can go to a boxing match. If there's a fist fight in the audience, everybody's watching that fist fight, <laughs> you know. So, uh, uh, you know, he, he, uh, uh, Dave Feldman, kudos to you, man. I, I, I really do feel like this is the sport of the future, and uh, I had to be part of it, you know. And, and uh, 
just being being a, a, a pioneer of it, kind of kind of not not really a pioneer of MMA. I think you know that I leave that to to the legends, Hoist Gracie, Ken Shamrock, all the Dan Severn, all those guys. But you know, I, I came up in the MMA scene in the early 90, uh, late 90s, 90, 97, 98, and uh, you know during that time it was kind of new. But this thing is new, and everybody knows what it is. So um, yeah, the the transition for me was a no brainer. So was there any difference in your training regimen? I mean, obviously, we know that there's there's the ground game, there's the Muay Thai, the kickboxing, the different type of stand-up in MMA. Now you're going to straight, you know, boxing-style uh, stand-up. It's, it's still different. It's still different. You know, um, I, I, uh, I brought in a, a world champion boxer to train me uh, for my first and second fight. And uh, I had, I just, I had like a, a, a thought process. I was like, man, if, if I'm not boxing, this isn't boxing, you know, the gloves give you a false sense of range. They give you, you know, that, 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 that uh, false sense of protection. You can protect yourself a little better. This is completely different, man. It, it's uh, you have to be within the perfect range. You have to be within the perfect, you know, everything. The short shots count. Anytime you can touch somebody with a knuckle, it's different. So, um, you know, instead, th this camp, I brought in bare knuckle guys. You know, guys who have been in there um, because I felt the difference when I got in there against Julian. Um, it, it, it felt different. Like, like uh, I didn't have that extra. Mm, I really had to step in on certain punches. And, uh, you know, my, my hip rotation wasn't completely right. Um, I got, you know, I, I, I say lucky, but um, for Julian Lane, I, I took three years off and I, I worked, a, you know, a day job, nine to five. And, 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 and you know, still still part of that company now. And uh, I, I left for five weeks. I dropped work altogether. I went and trained like a madman. And uh, I went in there and won the fight. So then I got the false sense of, hey, man, you're Leonard Garcia. You just have to train five weeks and you're going to be good. And then in comes Jim Aylers and uh, he put a stop to all of that. So uh, after Jim, man, for, 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 you know, a little over a year now, um, I've been training, you know, I've been getting ready. I've been uh, fixing some things and, you know, I reached out to the bare knuckle guys and I was like, who, you know, Kevin Smith, my manager. I was like, what, who, who do I need to talk to? What do I need to do? I need bare knuckle guys to come in here and help me out for this. Um, and, and, you know, me and Tom were just talking about this shortly uh, after our mid session. It's like, uh, you know, even when we do mitts, you know, hitting that pad with with a bare knuckle, it, it it conditions you, it gets you ready. And he's like, you don't see this in any MMA gyms. You don't see this anywhere else. You know, only this can only be done by us. So um, I, I, I see it in the future, man. There's going to be some bare knuckle gyms out there. You can't spar bare knuckle because of the cuts um but there, there there's ways around it you know there's certain things you can do you can wear a little bit of padding on your hand you can wear a very small thin headgear um just just to kind of keep from getting cut but it's really more about timing accuracy your punches don't have to be a million miles per hour they just have to be right and uh you know we're, we're working on all those things i hope you guys can can see the changes and, and and everything March 19th. I mean, you never know. It's a bare knuckle fight. You know, Joe's got power in both hands. So, I mean, I'm doing all this talking now, but I got to get in there and do it.
as any fighter has to. Now, you mentioned kind of, uh, you know, the precision. Uh, my question is, uh, you mentioned – I'm sorry. I'm stuttering now. No, no, good. You, you mentioned that – um, you know, the timing and the the react the depth perception of your punches needs to yeah. be on point. So is bare knuckle more precision than volume, or is it vice versa, or kind of a combination of both, in your opinion? You know, I think it's a combination of both. Um, you know, if you look at the punch output though in bare knuckle, it's very low in comparison to a boxing fight. Um, that's that soft foot soft, that that perception of protection and touch in you know it's kind of finding your range um in bare knuckle it's a different range it's completely different it's a few inches closer and when you're in that fire zone and you're trying to throw combinations like the boxers you know you got that big glove for protection you can cover you can cross now our hands are small and they get around you know this right here isn't much protection you can see everything else so i mean everything has to be a little more precise um and and when i was sparred with boxers i would see the, you know the shoulder row and i would see the glove up and i was like mm, i'm gonna punch right through that with the bare knuckle but they don't see it because they they don't have to worry about it so um that's why i, I definitely wanted to bring bare knuckle guys in to help me get ready and uh tom shelf has been i mean he, he he's uh, the, the 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 superstar right now to me because i mean uh, he was named the best boxer in bare knuckle. Uh, son, you know, during during the uh, commentating, one of the guys said it, and then it kind of took off. Um, so to have him here and to have his knowledge of facing Joe uh, was 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 a big help. There there are no cheats in this. There there's no uh, secret. There's no recipe. Uh, Joe hits like a truck. So. Uh, you know, it's it's a game of hit and don't get hit, but you can't play that defensive game. So I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's an interesting factor, and 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 I love it, man. I think I think that uh, if if we can implement our game plan and we can do what we're, we're we set out to do, I think you guys will see it, and, and and I hope that it works. And like you said, it's a fight, so you never know. That is true. Any given night, anything can happen, and we've seen it multiple times in the fight world that you know the underdog or this or this or this yeah. just comes out and it only takes that one punch on that one button to be lights out now in your guys's case bare knuckle it could be that one punch you know we saw uh when quentin henry fought uh chris lieben he got that yeah. knuckle that he wasn't used to getting right that, there in the eye that's what got my eye against uh, jim allers man he he squished my eyeball like squished it right um, like literally my pupil is two times more dilated than my my right pupil for the rest of my life mm -hmm. because of that squish you know thank god my retina didn't detach thank god all these right. different things but there there there's damage you know and and i can see fine everything's good the pressure was good it's just the reaction to that and uh you know it's a different thing i remember it was our first punch of the fight and I remember my eyes squished, and I remember thinking, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> what, what? And then all of a sudden, I was getting punched in the head, and I said, holy crap, I'm fighting. Like, I, I left to another place for a split second, and I was like, my eyeball sent me into shock. And 
I remember, you know, I went down. I couldn't see anything out of my left eye, but I know as a fighter, and I've been doing it for so many years, if I tell the referee or a doctor I can't see, it's over. Yeah. And uh, so, so you know, when he asked me, can you see? I, I, I wasn't lying to him because I could see just fine out of my right eye. So I was like, yeah, I can see. And he was like, are you sure? Because he was three feet away from me, and you're still throwing punches. I was like, if he gets on that side, but I couldn't tell him that. When he, <laughs> when he was on my left side, I couldn't see anything but a blur, a right. blob. But, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely like you said, man, one good shot can change everything. And uh, you, 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 got, you, you got to go in there with the fear of that. And you got to go in there and it heightens your senses. Like I said, every hair on my body stands up when I'm about to get in there, man. It's it's a different world. And I, 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 if I could bottle that feeling and 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 put it selling in a, in a twenty ounce uh, uh, coke can, I'd be a billionaire, man. Because that's a it's it's a feeling like no other, and and, and that's the reason I'm in it. Well, you kind of led in me right into my next question. You know, you've seen the limelight of the WEC, the Ring of Honor, the UFC, the MMA world in general. What's the difference? of you walking into that ring now in bare knuckle fighting championship compared to the MMA world. I mean, what is, what, what is the difference between, and obviously we know the difference is right here. Yeah. But what's that feeling like compared to what you've seen in, in your previous career? So, I mean, think of having to, uh, uh, you know, think of your kid being born, think of, you know, your, 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 kid making the winning touchdown, you scoring a big shot, and then the fear of being embarrassed. Uh, I mean, all these crazy emotions, like every single emotion that you can think of, all on your head all at once as you're making that walk. So every step, you're stepping closer to that. So you're happy. You're scared to death. You're excited. You're worried. I don't know how to, like I said, if I could bottle that, Man, we 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 would be. Uh, I mean, we would be Bill Gates of the world. You know what I mean? It's 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 an exhilaration that that that's unexplainable. I mean, that's that's the only way I could think of it. You want to throw up? You want to poop? You want you feel great? You're just everything in you is alive. Every I mean, your toes. You can feel your. You know, it's it's it's. I, I don't know. I guess uh, ecstasy would be a a a good example. Uh, it, it gives you that feeling of euphoria and, and, and then you got to get in there and then you got to go through the madness, man. When, when the punches are flying, when you're trying to land, when you're in there, it's, I mean, you're, you, you, it's, it, you're, you gotta be crazy. I believe to want that, but I, I'm crazy. I want it just a little bit, right? Hey man, you, you know, <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know, I, I, whatever happened in my life to bring me to this point now, uh, I'm grateful for it all, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that this is a feeling that I'm chasing. And uh, like I said, fighting a guy like Joe Elmore is that feeling in a bottle, man. Well, we all know. I mean, you've, you're training with uh, one of his past opponents. Yeah. That was the fight of the night last year. Fight of the year. Fight of the year. I'm sorry. Fight of the year last year. Joe has been the fight of the year, either winner or candidate the past two years. Yeah. Are you ready to get that fight of the year, March 19th, a week away? Man, I am ready for everything that comes with it, man. You know, and if it, if, if, if I, it, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't nothing even man they're like the you know you go into the fight and you have all this pressure and you have all these things right now it's just excitement like i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna get to fight this freaking i i keep calling him a monster man but i want to find a nicer thing to say but he's you know i i can't say enough good things man and i'm getting to test myself against that for the number one spot at 165 the bare knuckle battle of the ages so i i you know live up to it don't live up to it i get to get in there against him and we're gonna see you know i will say that both of you guys have shown nothing but mutual and utter respect towards each other and i love talking to guys opponents that are mutually respecting each other rather than the bs that you kind of see in the world in the wrestling world and all that you know what the persona oh we're gonna hype this shit up and it is what it is you guys don't need to hype this up it's leonard versus joe enough said it's and it's almost time that right there should be the hype that's that's all that's needed yeah so so uh you know it's 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 based on what we've done and uh when you when you can base it base something when you know what somebody's gonna do it's 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 amazing like people bought that pay-per-view to see the curiosity for Paige van zandt what's how's she gonna react how's it gonna look what's she gonna do this one right here, they know exactly what they're paying for. And they got two guys who have always given people their money's worth. And uh, to, to me, if you've never watched a fight or if you're thinking about watching a fight and you're like, man, bare knuckle sounds brutal and it's crazy and it's this and that. Look at look at me and Joe. We're two guys who are capable of hurting anybody in the world. And we know what we're capable of. And we're going to go in there and try to do it to each other. But we're going to sit down and, 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 and become friends. We're friends now, but we're going to become great friends afterwards. We said we're going to train together. We said we're going to hang out. And uh, I believe it with all my heart, man. And, and uh, when, when you have that mutual respect and you have that, it's like we just get to go in there and fight, you know? And, and, and to me, that's a beautiful thing, man. And, and uh, I, I, I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited. Like I said, I know I've said that a million times. But it's 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 the God honest truth, man. I feel it in my heart, and I know we're gonna get out there. We're gonna try to take each other's consciousness, and that you couldn't ask for anything better. I know both of you guys are gonna lay it all out, one hundred and fifty thousand percent in that ring, March nineteenth. Again, just a little over a week away. Now we all know in the fight world, you know that the the second to last week leading up to the fight is the is the oh. last pushed yeah is that hardest week of training and then you kind of just make sure your weight's on point and you make sure your cardio's there and stuff like that that last week but you never exert you don't want to overexert yourself yeah. now so knowing all this um has this been one of your hardest uh obviously it's the hardest week of of your camp but has this been one of the hardest camps you've put yourself through you know, I think this is this is the longest that I've ever physically gotten ready for a fight. But um, I've never felt better. I, 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 you know, you know, the way I can explain it is I'm having fun again. Um, when I was 18 years old, driving across the country uh, to go fight in WC1, I remember that excitement. And over the years, 
that excitement started. It was from up here and it just started going lower and lower, and lower. Then it became a job and then it just flatlined. And after the Jim Mallers fight, I found myself in a position thinking, you know, what, what went wrong? How did this happen? And then I started thinking back when I was, like I said, when I was younger and, and, uh, I just, I found the love again, man. I found that, 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 that fire. And then the second Joe Elmore said, I want to fight Leonard Garcia. Cause I had been watching him, you know? And, and I was like, man, this dude is something else. Holy crap, man. I feel sorry for whoever's got to fight him. And then he, says, he says my name. And I was like, man, he thinks that highly of me to say my name. I said, man, this is it. This is, this is it. I have to do this. And, and, you know, I was texting Dave Feldman, calling him, you know, calling Kevin Smith, like, hey, man, we're, we we got to do this. Like, this dude's calling me out. We have to go. We we He's the number one guy. Let's do it. And they're like, okay, well, and 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 I found that that excitement, that energy, and I started having fun. You guys will physically see a change in 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 in, in my body. You know, like I'm not going to be. I don't have uh, love handles. Uh, you know, it, it, uh, it it's fantastic. Uh, uh, I, I I feel great. Um, you know, Joe Joe was my fountain of youth, man. He 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 made me. Uh, uh, turn into somebody that you guys are going to see March 19th. And, and I'm grateful for that. So uh, it's just, just everything is good, man. And yes, I have pushed myself harder than ever before. And, and I will have no excuses after this fight. And I won't have any secrets after this fight. It's just hard work. Hard work is all that I did. And uh, anybody knows in life, man, if you have a goal and you put hard work towards it, you're either going to reach your goal or you're going to come up short, but uh, you're going to give it your best shot, and, and and I'm ready to give it to my best shot. I believe you, sir, that we are going to see one of the best Leonard Garcias that we've seen in a very long time in a week, man. Thank so you. I appreciate the, the interview here. Now I got a rapid knockout questions, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's, I do this with all everybody that I interview. Five questions, absolutely nothing to do with fighting. Let's do it. All right. First one, favorite food. Favorite food, man. Rock claw, uh, rock crab claw. It's a, it's the, the white claw with the red marking on it. I love it, man. Seafood. I love it. Like I, I, I can eat a whole mess of them, man. So it's good. That sounds pretty damn tasty. I might have to try that. I'm actually heading to the Gulf here uh, in April with my wife. So we might have to check that out. We'll look for those for sure, man. They're the best in the world. Okay. Do you like boiled peanuts by chance? Yeah, you know, uh, not I'm, a lot of people do. Yeah, I, I do. Um, the consistency is a little different in comparison, but uh, yeah, I, I like the taste, man. I like all peanuts, so yeah, boiled peanuts are pretty good. All right. Question number two: Other than fighting, favorite sport to either a participate, b to watch, or both? Um, football was my first love. Um, I really enjoy watching Tom Brady play. Um, he, he's an older guy and he's still winning Super Bowl. So right now he's kind of my my go to. I actually have a autograph picture with Tom and uh, I was a Patriots fan my whole pretty much, you know, 25 plus years. And uh, being in Texas and being a Patriots guy, that's a bad situation. So I tell people that's why I became a professional fighter. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, man. Football. I love it, man. I love it. My, my my son was a stellar athlete and he's played 
and I used to love going to the games. And we we still visit the high school, and and we still go watch the games and support the team. And and uh, so yeah, football. Well, from what I understand from from your Facebook, your daughter is what volleyball, basketball, basketball. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, we we brought in a few coaches for her. I'm not. I, I tell you what, I can hustle on a basketball court. So a lot of guys will have me play just because defensively I can stick with somebody and I do well. But when it comes to shooting, man, I'll shoot over the basket, through the wall. <laughs> I, I, I can chunk it from one side of the court to the other. But, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not too precise on my, on my shot. But I, I do play now because of her. And uh, she's, she's doing great, man. Uh, uh, she's actually got a game today, so we're excited for it. Okay. Well, you make sure to tell her the lion said good luck. You got it. Uh, favorite music, whether that be artist, genre, or group, or something like that. Who do you? Who's your go-to on the playlist? Eighties music, man. I love eighties. I love it, man. The 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 eighties love songs and and uh, when you hear me running, and if you were to take my playlist out and look at it, you're like, what the heck? He's cooking to this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it's funny, man. But you know, it, it was a it was a great time. They talked about love. They talked about good things. You know, I want to know what love is. You know, songs like that. Uh, it's just like a good feeling. It brings me peace, man. So when I'm out there cooking, I'm not thinking about killing somebody. I'm not thinking about taking nobody's girlfriend, stealing money, robbing a bank. I'm thinking of happy times, man. So it's good. I love it. I love it. All right. Other than other than fighting. Favorite hobby? Um, and, you know, I I, uh, I I chase after the kids all day long, man. I, I would say, um, man, what just hanging out with the family, man, is really, really what we do. We 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 don't even have TV. We have TVs in the house, but we, you know, I, I used to watch the one years with my daughter and and uh, you know stuff like that, but. Really, it's just chasing after the kids, man, and being with my wife. So, man, you're showing your age and mine as well when you brought yeah. up the Wonder Years. All right, yeah, man, there it is, there it is. Yeah, right. I, I interviewed with one of the guys, and he told me his wife looked like uh, a grown-up Winnie Cooper, and I was like, "Well, good for you, man. You're going to bed with the one of us forty-year-olds dream girl when we were kids." So. Yeah, that's right. Cute. <laughs> we thought, what's it, that savage guy, man? He was lucky to have every week with her. Oh, man, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, if I could be Fred Savage for a week. Yeah. All right. Question number five. Favorite role model growing up, whether that be a personal role model, an athletic role model, or both? Man, uh, 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 my, my granddad raised me. Um, and uh, he, he uh, man, like I said, he drove me to my first fight. Uh, everything he ever said meant something to me. And he is really hard on me. Um, and I always looked up to everything that he did. And, and, uh, so, so man, Manuel Garcia, that's, he, he was my role model growing up, my dad. So, yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Well, again, sir, thanks for coming on with us. Leonard Garcia getting ready to take on Joe Elmar, March 19th, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 16. The floor is yours, sir. Make sure you give all them shout outs that you would like to, all the supporters and everything. Perfect, man. Well, you know, you got to got to start God first and foremost, man. He gave me an opportunity. I worked hard and I'm going to try to reach it. Um, you know, he, he gives opportunities and we just got to do the work and take them. 
So you always got to start out with God. He's the, the you know, the, the, the answer to everything. Um, and then after that, you know, all, all my local sponsors, uh, those jefes, thank you guys. Uh, Leah Garcia, Billington Real Estate. Uh, she's actually my wife. She sells houses here in Texas. So if you guys are looking for a house in Texas, Leah's your woman. Um, and then uh, we got, I said those jefes, right? Uh, Billington, uh, uh, Tea to Go. Tea to Go for keeping me hydrated all the time, man, with the great drinks, great energy, no sugar. Uh, I, I love it, man. BCAs and uh, Cornell's Record Service for stepping up and doing the right thing, uh, uh, graphic zone printing, um, you know, and, and Hayabusa. Hayabusa actually sponsored me for this fight. I'm the first bare knuckle fighter to be sponsored by Hayabusa. So thank you guys. That means a lot. Automation X, of course, you guys always see my gear. Uh, uh, a great company, family owned, and uh, uh, they're, they're, they're just a great company to work for. Um, I'll be there uh, afterwards whenever my fighting career is over. If you have any automation needs in the oil field, come and see us. And uh, you guys, BW1 Sports, for doing this interview. If it wasn't for you guys, man, you know, our, our message wouldn't get out there, and we appreciate the time, even when us fighters who get hit in the head mess up the time zones. And <laughs> <do that too. laughs> hey, I wasn't going to say it. It's all uh, good, brother. Leonard, thank you again for your time. Great having you on. You're welcome here on the time, and let's hope that we can get a post-fight interview um, after that hand has been raised. Hopefully with that title, man. <laughs> Leonard Garcia, folks, he's the bad boy moving to BKFC 16 against Joe Elmore. Thanks again, everybody. Check everything out at www.bwsports1.com for all the hap-hap happenings. And you can catch me in Combat Zone every Friday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Leonard, thank you again. Have a great one. We're looking forward to seeing you fight, and we will see y'all later.